Radio Show brought to you by WomenAboutBiz.net, empowering you with the tools and resources to start and grow your very own business. Hello, ladies. This is Trina Newby, your host and business success coach, broadcasting to you live this beautiful day, and as always, bringing you inspiration, motivation, and ways to make your business, your dreams, and your ideas, well, you know, a huge success. Ladies, I trust that you all had a wonderful weekend and that you are so ready to begin this week full of productivity and full of preparing your mindset for greatness and making some things happen for yourself. I want to give a huge shout out and big thank you to all of you who gave me a happy, happy birthday wishes. I'll be celebrating my birthday all of this week, right? So very thankful uh, that God has allowed me to have 60 years in this world, and I am so excited about that. I'm so excited about the fact that, you know, um, I am a living testimony to those who feel like, you know, they have illnesses or they have things that have happened health-wise in their lives, and they've lost a lot of hope. I am a living testimony that it doesn't have to be that way. Uh, I have had illnesses all throughout my whole uh, life and my business span, serious illnesses, right? Told that I had cancer, told that I had uh, a terminal disease that is incurable you know, told so many things over my lifespan, as especially as an adult, that even though those things are there, um, I have to take medications, I am so good, right? I am so good. Now, why is that? It is because I answer to a higher calling. I am aware that I am a spiritual being living in a host body. And what that means is that I am, a, I am a believer that the spirit and the body are two separate things and that your true existence is within your spirit. So knowing that, I don't claim all of a lot of the human emotions that we have, right? I look at death totally different. I look at it as transitioning to a whole nother side of life itself. And so with that said, it's so important of us to pay close attention to one very close thing that God has shared with us, and that is that every day, we should live each day as though it were our last. We don't know when our spirits will separate from this body that we have. And so therefore, every day should be full of joy. Every day should be full of peace. Every day should be full of you blessing the life of other people. Every day should be the best day that you can possibly live. And so with that said, I am so grateful and I am celebrating life every day, but I'm especially thanking God and celebrating my birthday again of the 60 years. And I, I am, wow, I can't even believe that I've turned 60 years old Um it, it, I don't know, the decade between 50 and 60 just hit really fast, you know? Um, and I guess it really is true, the older you get, the faster time seems to move to you. But time, of course, as you know, continuously keeps going for all of us at the same pace. And so it's just that when you realize that you're in your, you know, your third uh 
your third core area of life, meaning, you know, hey, between, you know, that 50 to 75 years, you're in that, that zone, uh, it hits you in a, in a different way, and it makes you feel sometimes as though, wow, I have a lot to do. So, again, I love you guys. Thank you so much for all of my birthday wishes. And I'm going to be giving out some very special prizes today in celebration of my birthday uh, no, it's not money. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, actually, I'm going to be giving out something very valuable. I think it's invaluable. And that is, if you guys remember, we talked about and have gone through about three series of the I Am Worthy Challenge. And I know that it is difficult for some to catch on to all of the principles and the different things in the I Am Worthy Challenge. And so, again, today uh, I am going to be giving out some prizes. So the first prize I'm going to be giving out today is going to be all about building your list understanding the things that you need to do to pull your list together. So that is going to be about a one and a half hour worth of consultation at no cost. So that's going to be probably about worth about two to three hundred dollars. And so that's going to be a prize that's going to be given out today. The second prize that I'm going to be giving out today is um, in helping you to write a, a position description for yourself as the CEO of your business. So CEO position description, that's the next prize. That's going to be probably about worth about $500, right? So very excited to work with one of you today about this uh, because so many times I've said it, said it often that if you don't have a position description written for yourself, then how do you actually know what you should be doing, right? It's like you're going to have a big question mark. You're not going to know what you should be doing. So we're going to be giving that out today, CEO position description. Now, I'm not going to be the only one writing it, but what I'm going to help you to do is to tweak it and make it happen for yourself. And so, again, that will be a $500 value. And then the next prize that I'm going to be giving out today, and I think that you guys will really appreciate that, we're going to be talking about your marketing schedule, right? You know, I know that marketing is a big, huge challenge for many of us. I feel that I have learned a lot about marketing over this 30-plus years. And the one thing I've learned is that the process of marketing really has not changed itself. Maybe some of the tools that we use in marketing ourselves. But if you'll remember, marketing is the process of attracting others to what you have, utilizing uh, methodologies, uh, promotion strategies, uh, and different types of tools to make it happen for yourself. So what I want to do is I want to help someone create a marketing, and I wouldn't say a whole marketing plan, but what I want to do is show you how to create your marketing schedule, right? And if you don't have a marketing plan, we're going to talk a little bit about that as well. So that, again, is going to be about a $500 value as well, because it may take us more than one session for that. And so I'm definitely going to be giving that out as well. And then, of course, I want to encourage all of you, you know, to continue to listen up, take good notes, um, and make sure that you are, in my opinion, that you are prepared and that you are a queen of action and that you are preparing yourself for greatness every single day. 
so very, very important. I'll also be sharing with you today five things I wish I had known. Again, five things I wish I had known about life. You know, um, when you've reached the age of 60, one of the things you do realize, you can look back on your life and you can see things you wish you would have known early on, but that you did not. And so I want to share those with you because, you know, based on where all of you are in age, as you are listening, some of you are younger. Some of you are right around my same generation uh, within a 10-year span. And then some of you are older. But I want to share these five things because I think that it will help you to really have an aha moment or really think about some things that you need to put into place for yourself. So five things I wish I had known, okay? A very, very important list here. And so uh, this is such a good time for you to go ahead and, you know, flash on another line and get some people on the line that you know need to be blessed in their lives. Get some people on the line that you know could really, really use encouragement, motivation, could really use information that they could put right to use to help their businesses to, to get on the right path. So I encourage you to flash over on another line. Call at least one or two people and say, look, hey, get on the line. Or just flash over and text. A few people say, look, I'm listening to Successful Woman Radio with Coach Trina. You really need to listen to the show today. And for those of you with a pen in hand, here's the phone number to the show, 347-637-2589. Again, 347-637-2589. If you didn't know it also, you can listen to the show on any smart device, including your laptop or desktop, by simply going to the URL blogtalkradio.com forward slash woman radio. Again, blogtalkradio.com forward slash successful woman radio, all one word, all together. Um, And then once you get there, you can also click on the player and it will play live in real time. So again, just want to let you guys know that just in case you never knew that fact about being able to listen to the show conveniently on any device when we have it. And of course, the dial-in, we have about two 250 lines that are available um, today. I see that more than half of all of the lines are filled. So again, uh, if you have individuals that need to get some, some wisdom, some information, please make sure uh, that you let them know about Successful Woman Radio. And, and it's easy to do. Just, just text a few people. Just go on social media. Pop out the information. Um, I am excited to introduce to you a topic that I have talked about before many times over the years. But again, I think it's something that we really need to specifically address because there's still confusion around this particular topic. So today's topic is your followers are not your list, right? Your followers are not your list. What does that mean? I'm talking about sometimes you have a lot of businesswomen that are getting so confused on the number of followers that they have. They seem to be more interested in the number of followers. And I'm just going to let you guys know, if you spend as much time as you do on social media, clicking, liking, um, linking, following, um, getting other people to follow you, if you spend as much time with that, in building your connections list, 
then you would see a lot more results than you're getting right now. And so, again, I want you guys to definitely get out your notepads. You definitely need to be taking notes on that. Our theme all of this month has been Task Implementation 2022. Again, Task Implementation 2022. It has been my pleasure this month to have brought to all of you information um, that you would be able to use in taking swift and immediate action on implementing um, any of the to-do items or tasks that you deem appropriate and priority to start seeing things happen in your business. So if you didn't listen to the first broadcast of Task Implementation 2022, I definitely encourage you to do so. You can listen to the recording, which came on on April 4th. That was a Monday, of course. And so, again, just simply go to SuccessfulWomanRadio.com. It will take you to the right page on our main website, Women About Biz. And you will be able to click on the player. Just search for the April 4th broadcast and click play, and you will be able to listen to it from any of your smart devices. Very, very important. By the way, hopefully you guys purchased your book of the month um, by Joyce Meyer, Making Good Habits, Breaking Bad Habits. Such an incredible, incredible book. Uh, I personally have have been reading through the book, and uh, we won't be covering it as much today, but I do want to encourage all of you to continue to ask yourself the question, what habits do I need to adopt? Or what habits do I need to create in order to be um, successful? Because remember, habits are tied into your belief system. They are what make up your belief system. And if you don't have the right habits, you could have false beliefs that you've bought into that are taking you down the wrong path. So again, pay close attention to that. Be in tune with who you are, both spiritually and physically, and know what it is that you want out of life. Every single day, you have to stay focused on that. So without further ado, let us go ahead right now and move right into the five questions of leadership. Five questions of leadership. Number one is, what is your functionality today, right? What is your functionality today? Are you um, feeling like you're more in the procrastinator mode, or are you in a action taker mode, right? And remember, this, these are all about decisions. It's all about you making a pact with yourself, making a commitment with yourself of which one of these you choose to be, even if you wake up feeling like you don't want to do anything. So which one are you? Be honest about it and then get yourself into the appropriate mode for what it is that you need to be doing. Here's number two. Are you on target with your sales and profit goals? Again, are you on target with your sales and profit goals this week or this month? You know, one of the things you need to understand about asking yourself this question um, and all of the questions in the five new questions of leadership is this. Ladies, they are meant to spark conversation and discussion within your own self. They're meant for you to brainstorm and to really look at the question and say, well, hey, based on my answer, what is it that I need to do to get myself? 
myself to this particular level that I want to be at? What is it that I need to do to reach my sales goals? What is it that I need to do to really start seeing profit come into my business? And so in order to do that, you can't just answer these questions, but you actually have to take action on them as well. So when you look at asking yourself if you're, a tar- if you're on target with your sales and profit goals, this really means that you have already set sales goals for either the year, the quarter, or the month, whichever you have been working on, right? And that you actually have precise, clear numbers that you are trying to work towards. And then asking yourself if you're on target is about saying, um, you know, have I did all of the things necessary for me to reach my sales and profit goals, which leads to question number three. What offers do you need to create to reach them? Offers is this. You know, if you are attracting the right people to you, the people who are looking for the type of things that you are selling, the big thing that you need to understand is that you're going to have to find new ways, new strategies, new methodologies, new tools, different things that are going to help you to reach that target audience. And then you're going to have to create valuable offers, things that they may want. You may have to give some deep discounts at first. And so again, you've got to be asking yourself, what offers do I need to create in order to reach them, right? We'll be talking about a little bit later about building your list, the true piece that you need in order to make money in your business, right? And and we're going to be discussing later on in the show, you know, why it is that followers on social media are people that you may think are a part of your tribe, really are not a part of your tribe. So we're going to go back over that piece again. And then number four in the five questions of leadership is, is your marketing strategy in place? Oh, wow. This is so very, very important. Is your marketing strategy in place? And so again, here you have social media, advertisement, email sequences, and videos. Those are the four core areas of a marketing strategy that you you need to be concerned with. You know, one of the things that puzzles me, it puzzles it puzzles me about my own self when I'm listening to other people's podcasts and, and have attended other people's webinars and classes, and that is, why is it sometimes that we all listen to information and we know that the information is correct, but we tend not to take action on it or ask ourselves, how can we implement it in our own businesses? And so I'm hoping that you guys, when you ask yourself these questions of leadership, um, I want you guys to go further than you've ever been before and really piggybacking off of the answers and really digging deep to come up with, you know, a plan to start taking action and to identify the things that you need to identify, which is so very, very important. So I want you to pay close attention to that. And so, again, I want to repeat these four core areas that are necessary, social media, advertisement, email sequences, and videos. Those are indeed the four core areas of marketing that you need to be paying close attention to, and they need to be fit into your strategy. They need to be a natural part of your marketing strategy. And then, of course, number five, which um, is the last question in the five new questions of leadership, is on a 
scale of one to 10, what's your belief level? Again, on a scale of one to 10, what's your belief level? Now, listen up, guys, because this is really, this is a very important piece right here. I think um, many people who listen to this particular question kind of get lost in it and don't really understand what it is all about. So I want to just Stop right here, take a side note, and just really let you ladies know that your your success is completely dependent upon your belief level. I mean, based on the belief level that you have, it will either help you do a little bit, it'll help you to go medium in doing things, or it'll help you do a lot, or it'll help you go past Um, areas in your life of action that you never even knew possible, right? But it's all dependent on your belief level. And you need to understand that not every person has the same belief level. And you need to understand that just saying, I believe, doesn't really mean anything. I'm I'm just going to be honest with you on that. Just saying I believe doesn't necessarily mean anything because you've got to dig into the definition at that point of, well, what do I mean when I say I believe? You know, because sometimes uh, belief, people have a tendency to think that the word belief is an all-being definite answer, right? Um, If you hear a bell, know that they're testing my security system in my home, and so please forgive us if if you hear a bell ringing, but I'm going to keep moving on, and hopefully they'll stop that in just a minute. However, again, we're talking about um, the, the question on a scale of 1 to 10, what your belief level is. And again, you can't be thinking that just because you say you believe in something that always that you believe because belief is something that is tied directly into your actions. What does that mean? It means that if you're not taking action on what you say you believe on some, some of the beliefs that you have, then it means that your belief is not as strong as you think it is. And this is where the issue really is in business, where the rubber meets the road, as they say, right? Because oftentimes, a lot of businesswomen say that they believe that they can make a million dollars. And then they'll say, well, my goal is to cross a million plus, right? But then their actions aren't necessarily showing that their belief is strong enough to even begin to reach that goal. And what do you have to do? Is it possible that once you realize that your belief isn't going to reach that goal, does that mean that you should just give up? Absolutely not, right? That's bogus. No, what you need to understand is that you need to get your behind to the drawing board and you need to start looking at the habits that have caused you not to have the right belief. Your belief maybe is mediocre, and you've got to figure out uh, why is that. And so just getting right down to it, the type of belief that you need, again, is unshakable faith. That's that level of belief so deeply rooted that it compels you to take swift and immediate action on all your dreams, your goals, whatever ideas you come up with, you're just taking action. You are a queen of action. So if you're taking action, you should See your goals being accomplished. You should see to-do items being marked off. You should be able to have 
some measurement of results going on in your personal life and in your business. However, if you've been working on the same thing over and over again and you're not seeing results or you find yourself talking about it more than doing it, you find yourself talking about it more than walking the walk, then something's going on within your belief system and you've got to figure out what it is. You know, I've come to understand that a lot of people in general, not just women, but a lot of people don't seem to want to put in the work necessary to achieve and receive the the results that they want to have in life. But what you need to understand is that there is a payoff at every level of life. There is a payoff. And so if you are willing to put in the work, if you're willing to um, say right? If you're willing to say what you don't know so that you can talk with people who do know, then things can start happening in your business. So there you have it, ladies. Five new questions of leadership, you know, and I pray that these questions, you will not just listen at them every Monday and hear me repeat them and not start asking these questions of yourself as often as you need to. And for some, it's every hour. And for some, it's every day. For some, it's once or twice a week. Uh, And for some, it's once at the top of the week. So again, ask them of yourself. You know you. You know what you need to work on. You know what you need to be um, doing in order to be more productive in your life, to start taking better more suitable actions to lead you to the results you are seeking. So you need to get to work and you need to do that, right? It is 1225 after the hour. You're listening to no other than the Successful Woman Radio Show. We're going to go ahead right now and give our first prize out. We're going to go ahead and give our first prize out. The first prize is... um, I'm going to be helping you personally as your coach to to learn the proper steps in building your list. I want to really get you to a point to where you really understand the list concept and then you are able to put into place all the things necessary to build your list. Now, this is a special consultation coaching session right? Um, And the value is $250. And if this is something that you feel you need special attention for, then go ahead and press star one. One of you will become the winner of this. Go ahead and press star one, star one. Um, And if no one presses star one, I'm just going to keep on moving and cross that particular um, prize off the list because someone isn't recognizing the true gift, the invaluable gift that I'm giving you. Um, And so, again, I'm going to keep moving. You know, again, I want you guys to pay attention to those five questions of leadership. Again, five questions of leadership. If you have not pressed star one, I'm getting ready to call out a phone number, um, so you definitely need to press star one. Okay, I'm calling out a phone number, and the last four of this phone number is 3874 3874. You are live on the air. Who am I speaking with today? Good afternoon. This is Diana Berg. Diana, how are you, my friend? I am perfect. Thank you so much. 
Oh, wonderful, wonderful. And I know that we're supposed to be talking already, but I definitely want to help you with um, understanding that concept of building your list. So congratulations, my friend. Thank you. You I, have I, just I so appreciate it. Of course, you and I will be talking a little bit later today, getting all of your stuff scheduled on the calendar. But so excited that you are a winner. Congratulations to you, Diana. Thank you. Okay, so we have a winner of that. So very, very uh, wonderful. And I feel, I feel especially blessed today on my birthday. And I see one other person who has raised their hand. And I'm going to go ahead and give that person this gift as well. Uh, last four of your phone number is 1183. 1183. Who are we speaking with today? Hey there, this is Deborah. Hey, how are you? Doing amazing. I am wonderful. Thank you. Oh, good, good. So you are a winner as well um, of the of the build of your list, and so I'll be helping you with understanding that full concept. I want um, I want to make sure I've got your phone number here, so I'm going to mark it down, and I'll be calling you right after the show. Hopefully, you'll be available, and then we'll get you scheduled as well. Okay. Yes, it's perfect. Thank you so much. Okay, bye-bye. Wonderful, wonderful. So, again, we have two winners there, Diana and Sephora. I'm so glad that you guys are uh, are winners of building your list, and you'll be, we'll be spending some time one-on-one personally together. We'll uh, have a couple more prizes that we're giving out in celebration of my birthday, right? And uh, so excited about that. I want to move right into five things I wish I knew. Again, five things I wish I knew. Um, of course, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty, as they say. What does that mean? It's meant, it means that after you've experienced something and really realized the truth about it, you know, that's a good thing, but it's hindsight because, you know, whatever has happened has already happened, and sometimes you can't go back and correct things, but sometimes you can, right? Sometimes if you know better, you can do better. And so um, what I want to do, I, I want to go ahead and give you guys, and I think what I'm going to do is say six. I may have six things. I, I want to give you guys some things that I wish I had known um, early on in life and throughout my life that I feel would have really, really uh, changed the trajectory a little bit, right, of where I am. And so maybe those of you who are younger, it's especially receiving this information, it's going to help you uh, as you move forward in your life. So here's the first thing uh, that I want, definitely want you guys to know. I remember when I was about 15, I, I would say I remember I was about, about 15 years old, and I was in um, the club, Future Business Leaders of America. Someone came to spoke, and I'll never forget this guy because this was the first time I heard this concept. Um, he said to us that if you save, right, if you save $100 a month, for all the way up until you are well in your 50s, you should be a millionaire by the time you reach that point, right? That's what he said, you know. But at the time, I was money poor. I was knowledge poor on budgeting, on on um, how to how to save, how to make some things happen. I was really, really 
um, not understanding how to even make that happen. Because when the man came into our class, I remember he said, who wants to be a millionaire? And it was so cute. Everybody, me, 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 me. Everybody, uh, everybody raised their hands. They raised their hands. And he says, I'm going to tell you guys one of the easiest things that you can do right now um, that you should be able to manage, especially after you graduate from high school, that, that will set you up. And what he was talking about really was this concept I didn't learn till later on in life. The first time I heard this concept probably wasn't until I was in my mid-30s, and that is compound interest, okay? Compound interest. And some of you who are listening now may not have even understood or understand what compound interest is, right? Um, But it is quite an amazing, um, in my opinion, quite an amazing concept, right? And the one thing that most people don't know is that compound interest is um, one of the largest wonders of the world about how uh, money is really compounding every single day and, for example, making banks a lot of money. So the, the number one of these things I want you to know is you need to learn about compound interest. You know, uh, there is so much stuff already out there on compound interest and actually what it means. But here's a quick definition of compound interest. It says, if you have $100 and it earns 5% interest each year, you'll have $105 at the end of the year. At the end of the second year, you'll have, for example, $110, right? Uh, Compound interest is the interest imposed on a loan or a deposit amount. It's the most commonly used concept in our existence. So compound interest simply means that whatever the interest amount is, um, it can be compounded, meaning every day, every week, every month, every year. We more commonly use compound interest every year in the common um, loans, you know, when you get a loan from the bank or when you get a, a mortgage loan or anything like that. How However, right, however, the difference between interest and compound interest is just so far advanced. You may have heard people say, you know, which would you rather have, you know, uh, one penny compounded, you know, for, uh, uh, for 30 days, or would you rather have a million dollars, right? And so the answer to that is actually quite staggering, you know, about how much is a penny doubled for 30 days. This is this is really a good example of compound interest and actually what it actually means. But a penny doubled every day for 30 days is actually five million So yes, if you double a penny every single day, that's exactly what you're going to do, going to get. And you can, you can come up with that. You can, you can work it out for yourself. You'll be, you'll be on the calculator for a while if you don't know how to use a spreadsheet, but it's quite astounding of what compound interest can do. And so you need to understand that because when the gentleman in my class when I was 15 started talking about saving $100 a month, and he recommended that we try, if we could do it then, we should. And he says, but especially after you get at age 18, it will make you a millionaire by the time you reach your 50s. 
he was absolutely right. Why is that? Because the interest is compounding. And so with it compounding, by the time you're a certain age, over a few decades, um, it, it makes it easier to get to that million-dollar status, right? What does a million dollars mean when you get in your 50s? It means everything. It means that you no longer have to work hard. It means that you, are, you aren't going to have to figure out about your retirement and where your money is coming from. But you see, the hard part about this and what I want you guys to get out of this, this number one um, is that not only do you need to understand about the compound interest, right, but you need to understand that the younger you are, the more you are able to take advantage of this method. The younger you are, the more you're able to take advantage of this method. Okay, so you, for those of you who are in your 30s, for those of you who are in your 40s, you still have time. For those of you who are in your late 20s, oh, my goodness, girl, you got some real good time um, that you can really put some things into action for yourself. So I want you guys to really, really learn about compound interest. It's so very, very important, okay? Here's the second thing I wish I had, had really understood and really new, right? Uh, this one is, is, is very interesting. Um, I can remember my grandmother saying this, you know, and I've repeated it several times on the show, and that is you can't say yes to every good thing, right? You can't say yes to every good thing. Here's what I want you guys to understand, because and maybe some of you will get it. You can't say yes to every good thing means that just because you an idea comes into your head, just because you feel passionately about something, just because somebody asks you to participate in an activity, just because somebody wants you to be in the club, just because somebody wants to give you a title and make you feel uh, important, just because uh, people are asking you to participate in things or you are even thinking about things yourself and it seems to be of a good nature, it does not mean that you are supposed to say yes to it, okay? It doesn't mean that you are supposed to say yes to it. I wish I would have known this so much earlier than when I learned it. And I, you know, I, my grandmother said it so often, it did embed in my subconscious mind, but I often found myself going against the very thing that my spirit was trying to teach me. So again, I really want you guys to understand you can't say yes. You're going to save yourself a lot of time. You're going to save yourself a lot of stress. You're going to save yourself so many things, right? Um, because, you know, as I've said before, oftentimes, you know, we get ourselves entangled in so many things that we can't even do what we purpose to do initially for our own businesses. You can't even accomplish the goal for your own business because you're so entangled up in everybody else's stuff, okay? So you really need to take this one to heart. Here's the third one that, that um, is very dear and close to my heart as well uh, as, as I continue to share, you know, some things that I wish I had known early on in life that, that I know now, right, is stop caring about what everybody thinks. Okay, stop caring about what everybody thinks. Now, I'm not talking about from a customer service standpoint, but I'm talking in general as women. 
you know, over the years, especially in our younger years, the 20s and the 30s, we often have this tendency to care so much about what everybody thinks that it actually can can paralyze us in our thought process of moving forward with a goal or a dream or a vision or something that we wanted to do for ourselves or to help other people, right? Because we care too much about what everybody thought. Um, and this is something that I I was I was again president of my local club on this, right? And this is something that we really, really have to get out of. And I'm not talking about on a on a um, on a perspective of customer service and and serving our clients because yes, we have to care about what how they perceive us and what we're providing to them. So this is something totally different. But caring about what everybody else thinks about us is really um, about needing validation. It's really about needing people to validate that you're right or needing people to validate uh, that they see you or that they recognize you or that they are understanding you. And so as a result, you know, you care so much about that to when you don't get the results you're looking for, when you feel that everybody's going to be thinking about you in a certain way, or if you feel that, oh, I'm not well put together or I'm not, I'm not skinny as this person, so I might not look as better, so therefore I don't want to stand in front of people, or I'm not as good of a speaker, or who am I to think that I could write a book, or who am I to think that I could uh, get a, um, a bachelor's or a master's degree, or who am I to think that I'm this or that, or, you know, we start getting into our feelings so much and caring about what everybody else is thinking about us till we never accomplish the damn goal. We don't even get started with it, right? And so, again, you know, you got to stop caring about what everybody else thinks about you. It's none of your business exactly, right? It's none of your business. And the more you get out of that, uh, that thought path of caring so much about what everybody thinks about you and needing that validation, the freer you will become to live your life, girl. You will become free to live your life. And so, again, I want to, to really bring it home for you and help you to understand that. Stop caring about what everybody else thinks. Here's the fourth thing that I think that is very, very key um, and that um, I, I didn't learn this until way later in life, and that is to pay yourself first, okay? Pay yourself first. Look, honey, let me tell you something. Um, you know, I don't care if you're making $5. You better give yourself a dollar of it, okay? You better, I don't care if it's but a dollar that you put up, okay? Uh, honey, get you, like the old women used to do, get you a get you a coffee can, girl, uh, and empty that thing out, punch a hole through it, and start putting money in it. If that's if that's where you've got to start, right? And then when it comes up to a certain amount, then then you can figure out how you're going to invest that to make more of it, right? But look, you've got to start paying yourself first. I think sometimes as business women are starting out in business or as they are doing things, you know, uh, they women have this tendency to feel like they got to always sacrifice. I got to sacrifice for everything. And that makes us unhappy. That makes us feel like we're not deserving. That also builds the habit up of doing something for nothing, 
right? And I want you guys to get your behinds out of that thought path. If that's the direction that you've been in, that you've got to get yourself out of that. Pay yourself first. That is so very, very important. If you get $20, give yourself five, right? If you get $100, give yourself 30 or $40. If you get $1,000, give yourself some money. If you get 100000 give yourself some money. Look, let me tell you something. If you don't pay yourself first, then you're not valuing yourself. You need to pay your, I don't care how many bills you got. I don't care who you owe. Pay yourself first value yourself because it is going to start giving you the personal power that you need to be able to pay everybody, to be able to make the money that you need. Once you realize the importance that you play in, in all of your financial wealth, right? So very, very important. So pay yourself first. Here's number five. Number five is spiritual and mental wealth are more valuable than financial wealth, okay? Spiritual and mental wealth are more valuable than financial wealth. Wow, this is a huge one. Of course, I didn't learn this until I was in my late 40s. Actually, let me go ahead and keep it real. I think I might have been right at the 50 zone of really realizing this. Oh my gosh. This right here, this one thing right here, spiritual and mental wealth is more valuable than financial wealth. If you get this right, if you understand this concept, then you're going to start right away trying to, uh, not trying, digging into understanding who you are. And so I want to, again, say that one of the things that I learned is that we have, we are spiritual beings. And when people hear me say this, I've got some really crazy emails, guys, from this and some crazy texts coming in from this, but we are spiritual beings in a physical body, okay? Spiritual beings in a physical body. And what that means is that, yes, we are a separate existence in our spiritual mind, in our spiritual being. We are a separate entity, and a separate existence, a living existence, right? And the physical body is the host, right? It's the spiritual being, being in the host that makes the whole body works, right? But some, at some point, what you've got to understand is that it is in your spiritual mind that when you have a vision, when you have ideas, when things come into your spiritual mind, that when you transfer those things that come into your spiritual mind, into the physical world, it begins the point of manifestation, right? And that means that you're taking it out of the spiritual realm, move it into the physical realm, and now you can take action on it, become the queen of action, and you can start making some things happen, uh, which I think is very, very key. But then that leads to number six, and we've just talked about that as well. Number six is that um, you have to have the right level of belief to make anything happen in your life. You have to have the right level of belief. I never knew that there were different levels of belief until I kept hitting my head against the wall uh, with, with saying, I believe, 
but without ever really asking myself and digging deep beneath the surface to understand what do I mean when I say I believe? Do I really believe? What do I mean? Okay? But you do have to have the right level of belief. There are different levels of belief, and in all phases of life, there are different levels of belief, but the one that you really need that's on the most high is considered, I consider it to be unshakable faith because it's that level of belief where you're so convicted in yourself, it, it, it automatically has built habit, a habit in you to just take automatic action. It's very natural for you to take action, right? It doesn't stress you out. You take action, which is so very, very important. Here's, um, here's number seven that I think I'm going to go ahead and, and keep pushing on to number seven. Um, and number seven is, is learn to leverage the talent of other people, right? Learn to leverage the talent of other people. You guys have heard me talk about the power team before, the whole concept of the power team. Leveraging the talent of other people is that there are people who know way more than you. And if you want to shorten your learning curve and move at a much faster pace with anything that you are doing, then you've got to learn to leverage the talent of other people. Who who knows how to build a website better than you? Who knows how to put graphics together better than you? Who knows um who knows how to get into the speaking world better than you? Who knows um how to develop a marketing strategy better than you? Who knows how to put together a marketing funnel better than you? Who knows how to develop email sequences better than you? Listen, you can't get yourself into the point of thinking that you got to be all to everything that you want. You can't be the jack of all trades. And the way to reach financial success, the way to reach success in your life is to learn to leverage the talent and potential of other people. Now, I didn't say take advantage of other people, right? I didn't say that. I said leverage the talent and potential of other people. That word leverage means to bring that person, with, bring yourself within balance of that person, be respectful with that person, pay them their, what they are worth but learn to leverage their talent and the potential that they have to shorten your learning curve and to move things along at a faster pace. So very, very important. So I took it to seven. I said five, but I went ahead and gave you two bonus ones. And I hope that you guys will take these and make these things happen in your life. Uh, someone just texted me. Someone always does this. Um, they text me and they said, Trina, okay, please, please, please call them out again. Here you go. Um, the things I wish I had known in celebration of my birthday, number one is learn the power of compound interest. Again, learn the power of compound interest. You guys need to read up on it. Number two, you can't say yes to every good thing. You, you got to slow it down, girl, and help yourself out. Number three, okay, stop caring about what everybody else think about you. It's none of your business. Number four, pay yourself First, girl, oh my gosh, pay yourself first, honey. Number five, spiritual and mental wealth are more valuable than financial wealth. You could lose all that you have, but if you have, you could lose all the money that you have. You could, you could literally uh, be wealthy one day and be in the poverty level the next, but if you have spiritual and mental wealth, right? You will be able to make it all over again. Go and read the book of Solomon, okay? Here's number six, um, um, which I think is very important. I'm trying to read my own. Um, 
Okay, yes, you must have the right level of belief. That's number six. You must have the right level of belief. And remember, uh, not every belief is, uh, is of the same, but when you have the right belief, that's unshakable faith, level of belief so deeply rooted within you that it's natural, it compels you to take action, you will start seeing better results. And then number seven, learn to leverage the talent and potential of other people. In other words, you can't do everything by yourself. You can't be the jack of trades. Okay, of all trades, you've got to uh, really learn to be a leader, and a leader leverages the talent and potential of other people. So there you have it. You know, I've given you seven things I wish I had known early on, but I bet you doggone it, I'm using them all right now. Hello? Absolutely, I'm using them all right now. I want to go ahead and just quickly give you guys um, some some meat in reference to building your list. Today, I'm talking to you about the fact that your followers, right, are not your list. Again, your followers are not your list. Look, let me tell you guys something. I think too many people are putting so much stock in social media. They're staying on social media two, three, four, five hours a day, clicking, liking, um, you know, sharing. Uh, but and and I don't know, somehow people have bought into social media to the point that they think social media can make or break their business, but yet they aren't seeing results. And some people have been doing this for years, but that's, look, that's a whole nother con uh, conversation that we're going to have later on. But here's what I want you to understand, again, is that your followers are not your list. And, and in other words, you're getting it twisted, honey, just because you have... Uh, 2,000 followers, 3,000 followers, 5,000 followers, what does that really mean to you in terms of, of bringing in income um, in your business and, and, and making um, money, right? Why? Because money is the fruit of your labor. It's the payoff for all of the hard work you're doing um, in, in building a successful business. The money is the fruit of your labor, and that's what you have to really look at it as being. So with that said, I really want you guys to understand that, okay? So I want to just give you guys some quick tips on this, right? Number one is this. You need to always have calls to action in more than 50% of all of your social media posts. You, you need to be having some calls to action, and your call to action need to be leading people to sign up, okay, for some compelling offer that you are giving. This is why you, your content strategy has to be well thought out when you are out there pushing stuff online. Your content strategy has to be well thought out. So call people to action in your social media posts, but you can't call into action and just drop a link. You've got to have a compelling offer, something of value to sift out those people who are interested in what you have. So if you have 5,000 followers or you have 3,000 friends on Facebook, you've got to sift, right? You've got to sift those individuals so that only the people who are interested in what you have are separated in the sifting, and they are going to respond to the link you drop to get some valuable offer that you are offering. So what does that mean? That requires you to, that's going to cause you to have 
some multiple to-do items because you've got to write the content for a compelling offer. You've got to figure out what the compelling offer is going to be, right? You've got to figure all of that out. And those two people who won the Building Your List Prize, that's what I'm going to help you to help you to understand, help you to do. So again, you got to call people out. I think that's so very, very important. The second thing you need to understand about your followers not being your your list, because your list means everything. If you didn't know it, that's where your money is. Until you start building a sizable list, the law of average cannot start acting on your behalf. What is the law of average? The law of average basically just says for so many number of people that you know for sure who are, you know, your target market, right? So many of those people are going to respond. A certain number of those people are going to take action and leading them into purchasing whatever it is that you have, whether it's a service or whether it's a product. So that is very, very key. So this is why, you know, understanding that calling people to action in your social media isn't not just about calling them to action to anything, but you've got to uh, create a compelling offer. And in creating a compelling offer, it is going to require you to take some steps um, within that to do it, okay? Very, very key. Okay, so the next thing that you need to know and understand about your followers and not your list is that you need to make sure you are clear on your target market. And I've said this too many times for you guys not to start working on your target market, right? But you've got to be clear on your target market, right? Because a lot of the people following you, they could be nosy. They want to just know what you're doing. They could be people who just want to be friends. They don't necessarily uh, want what you have. But when you're clear on your target market, you can then personally start going after people people, and I want you guys to truly understand that, right? You can start going after people personally who you know are in your target market. So you've got to build a target profile so that as you click on, and this is key for you to understand, so that when you click on your target, um, when you click on different people and you go visit their page, you know right away whether they're your target profile once you scroll their um, their personal feed and you look at what they're doing, what they like. You're looking at all of that. You know whether or not that is a person who is your target profile. Now, listen, here's number three, and this is so very important. If a person on social media is your target profile, meaning, you know, they, they fit that model that you say are people who tend to want what you offer, then you're going to invite them to a connection call, okay? And I've shared this with you guys before, but you're going to invite them to a connection call. And what a connection call is, is a 15 to 30-minute network, private networking meeting between you and one other person, right? And because you're the one inviting them to a networking call, you need to create a short agenda. You give them give give them the leeway to be the first to share who they are and what they do. Be respectful of that. And if you can let them know positive some positive things, give them some positive okay, positive feedback might be, hey, um, I'm going to 
actually, you know, um, let some other people know about what you do, or I'd like to continue to learn more because I may have some people that might be interested in what you have, or I would like to learn more about what you have because I think I might be able to refer your services or let people know about your product. So a connection call, a 15-minute connection call is very, very important, right? And then what you can't forget in the connection call that I think a lot of people do is that you also have to share who you are and what you do. So make sure the connection meeting is broken down evenly. And I think this is very, very important. The fourth thing that I think is very important is it's all about content um, because a lot of businesswomen on understanding that when you have to build your list, it also means that you have to be very, very um, key, keyed in on the type of content that you're using towards your target market. You can't build a list. You can't get people interested. You can't pique anybody's interest when you don't have the right kind of content. If you bake cookies, then telling somebody, for example, somebody wants cookies and you bake cookies, but telling somebody how to make cupcakes is not going to help you get people buying your cookies, right? And so this is very, very key. Just to let you guys know, uh, hopefully you guys will hang in there with me. The show is going to go over just a little bit today, maybe about 15 minutes over, um, but stay because I'm getting ready to offer some more prizes. So if you can stay, please, please do. So number four was content, okay? Again, we're talking talking about your followers are not your list. And you guys need to start knowing and understanding that, okay? Very, very important. I want to let you guys know something else that I have learned is that the old school way of networking and doing one-on-one still, in my opinion, word of mouth, still is the best way to make money, right? But you can utilize more advanced tools that are out there now to help you. So it's not to say that social media can't help you. It's that you've got to you've got to break social media down to what it really means to you and what you need to get it to, right? And most of us who are in the service industry especially need to be able to get social media broken down to the point to where we get a person to get on a connection call. And then from that that point, we are able to ask the person to opt in to our list, right? So that moves into number five, opt-ins, right? You guys got to understand what opt-in is and why it's so very, very important and why it is um, on the opt-ins that You've got to have the right tools and everything already laid out and in place in order for people to properly opt into whatever it is that you're offering. And so that's going to require you to know what tools you need to be utilizing. And then number six that I think is very important is email sequences. And all email sequences are are the sequential steps of emails that will be sent out to a person on the time that you choose, and they are usually generic in, in, um, generic in nature, but relevant to your particular topic, and you've got to have those email sequences, and they shouldn't be, each email should be short, precise, straight to the point, but always calling a person to action, even in each email sequence, right? And, you know, this is where a lot of businesswomen get stuck, they get caught, and as a result, they 
uh, have this tendency to procrastinate because they're quite clear on email sequences. So all of these things are really helping you to understand that, honey, it's your list that's most important, right? It's your list. And I want to keep saying that it out of all of the things that uh, result as a result of you talking to people and connecting with people and clicking on links and liking other people's stuff, if it does not point to um, you building your list, it is moot point. It is pointless. You guys need to understand that. And even then, when people do get on your list, there is a sifting process that actually happens when you build your list. And what you're trying to do is to trickle down effect. You're trying to really get down to the nitty gritty of who really wants what I have. Who really wants this, right? But you cannot um, know any of that until you build a proper list. That means that everybody that is on your list has shown some interest in what you do and what you have, right? And so that is why most experts say if people don't opt into your list, if they don't say, yes, I want to be a part of this, they usually aren't going to click on anything that they get in the email from you. That's what you need to know and understand. It's your list that allows you to more effectively market. Why? Because instead of you paying for a lot of ads, instead of you paying for you know, to put information in front of people that you don't even know if they're in your target market, you can spend your money more effectively because you know your target market and there are these are individuals that are interested in what I have to offer and I'm building my list up of those people. So when you have 2,000, 3,000 people on your list, depending on your industry, or 500 or even 250 people that are on your list, heck, I've even seen people with a list of 50 to 75, but everybody wanted to be on that list. I've even seen people with a list that short make some good money. So again, it's, it's not always about numbers. And I think what's happening is we're getting ourselves caught up in instant gratification and the ways of the world. Everybody's clicking. Everybody's bragging on. They've got 30,000 followers, 100,000 followers. That's a bunch of crap. Listen, I want you guys to understand, hey, that's great you've got all of these followers, but until you've sifted those followers, until you have called those followers to action and you actually know who is a part of your tribe and is interested in what you have, Mm, I don't know. I don't know if that's that's uh, important or not, right? To me, what's more important, I'd rather have 100 followers uh, that, that came from people who opted into my list and I asked them to follow me than to have 100 followers and I don't even know who they are right? And so again, you guys got to start paying more attention to that. Your followers are not your list. And as we talked all this month about implementation um, and the power of implementation, what you need to be paying attention to is what am I going to give my time to implement? You know, do I need to be implementing all of my time on social media like I am without any clear instruction or strategy? So there you have it, ladies. I hope that information is of some value to you. I want to go ahead and go back to um, my prizes. Okay, I was going to help somebody write their CEO position description. This is definitely worth $500 because, honey, it takes some brainstorming. It takes some time. Go ahead and press star one. Again, press star one now on the uh, on your phone keypad, star one, if you would like to win this. Again, press star one on your phone keypad if you would like to win this, star one. Okay, 
if you would like to win me helping you create your CEO position description. And so if this is you, we have a winner. I'm going to put you live on the air. Last four of your number is 7344. Last four of your number is 7344. Who am I speaking with? This is me, Trina. This is Michelle. <laughs> M- Michelle. Okay, Michelle Pillow, how are you, my friend? I'm doing good. Happy birthday. I sent you something on Facebook. I got it. I responded to it. Thank you for your birthday wishes. Um, So, Michelle, you know how important the CEO position description is. So, of course, we're going to be brainstorming, and I'm going to be helping you to come up with a CEO position description so you can get yourself out of the labor and management role and more into the visionary entrepreneur role, Okay. Okay, that's all okay. Good. I'll be calling okay. you to schedule that appointment. Wonderful, wonderful. Okay, so we have a winner there. Okay, so the next prize, uh, ladies, is to show you how to really do your marketing schedule. We're gonna, I'm gonna give you a, a sample. I'm gonna provide you with a, a Excel spreadsheet or a Google sheet if that's what you use, and show you how to start scheduling out your marketing and how to get advanced. Now, we'll, you you do need to understand that as we talk about this marketing schedule and how to get your schedule all done and get that schedule out, you do need to understand and know, okay, that there may be some things that you need to put together first before you can even do your marketing schedule. You got to have a marketing strategy. And once you have a marketing strategy, then you have to also look at your content and that then you're ready to start scheduling and getting things out. But to the best of my abilities, I am going to be helping you with this to show you how easily marketing can be implemented. Press star one on your phone keypad now. Um, star one on your phone keypad right now. If indeed you are interested in learning um, how to put together a marketing schedule, okay, start one on your keypad now. Again, um, the CEO position description was $500, uh, $250 um, for building the list. That's the value, uh, $500 for your marketing schedule, okay. Really, really glad. Okay, I've got a person right here. The last Four of your phone number is 8195. 8195, you are live on the air. You are live on the air. Who am I speaking with? It's Andrea. Happy birthday, Trina. Hey, thank you so much. Um, how are you today, Andrea? I am doing wonderful. Great, great show. Thank you for all of the information. It was definitely, definitely needed. Wonderful, wonderful work. Congratulations, Andrea. You uh, are the winner of the marketing schedule coaching sessions. That's going to help you to kind of put a marketing schedule together so you can be more effective. Congratulations to you. Thank you. Okay, wonderful. So there we have it. We actually have all of our winners. Congratulations to Diana, Sephora, Michelle, and Andrea. You have been a winner. And of course, I'm very, very excited, excited to help these ladies. And um, stay tuned. 
Um, I will be giving away more prizes all during the month of May as well. We've got some great featured guests coming up on the show. Very, very excited about that. So, ladies, with that said, this puts closure to Successful Woman Radio. Please make sure that you mark your calendar for 12 noon Eastern time every single Monday. Um, Very, very excited about sharing some new things with you for the month of May. Take care, everybody. Love you. Bye-bye.